call that a news update? This is a news update. It's Neighbourhood Watch. This week on Neighbourhood Watch, Australian Federal Minister Christian Porter has quit Cabinet as he refused to disclose details of an anonymous donation that was used to fund personal legal battles. And tradespeople in Victoria are protesting against mandatory vaccination. But Justin first started off with Radio Adelaide Zoe Kunandis on the reaction in South Australia over Australia getting nuclear submarines from its new security pact with the US and the UK. Lots happening in Australia since the last time we spoke. Would you like to start by talking about um, Australia has done a deal with the Americans and the, and the British and they're now getting nuclear submarines? Yeah, it's um, it was a really interesting way to wake up on last Thursday morning. We woke up to the news that Australia would be getting nuclear-powered submarines and that we would be scrapping our $90 billion program um, to build French-designed submarines here in Australia. Um, A little bit of history to that quickly. Um, We build submarines here actually on the Lefebvre Peninsula, which is where I grew up. So a lot of people um, that I know and, you know, um, in trade, they, they work at the submarine corp there and help to build these submarines. And um, it's a great little um, job. It makes jobs. It, it's just, it's, um, yeah, it's a exciting little program out in that community um, in the western suburbs of Adelaide. Anyway, we woke up um, on Thursday morning in Australia's Next submarine fleet will be nuclear powered um, and this is now under the deal um, between Australia, the United States and Britain and we're going to join um, a new partnership with them to focus on aligning technology and regional challenges. Um, I had quote marks with my fingers then but um, Australia uh, will embrace nuclear-powered submarines and its political and technological challenge challenges um, are yet to sort of be seen right now. There's obviously a massive pushback to this, um, not only from, from an environmental standpoint in terms of nuclear in Australia, we've also had international backlash from... France, who we initially had this $90 billion deal with, we've now scrapped that. And we've also had backlash, of course, from China, um, because there's a lot of commentary saying that this alliance with the US and UK is um, a sort of front against China um, and the Chinese government and their military regime. Um, so it's this really messy, sticky deal. Um, but I literally only learned this yesterday and I don't know how this news got past so many people, but it's also actually only a temporary deal. Um, it's not actually permanent right now. So we've sort of made this deal with these two other countries. We've ruined international relationships 
and we're you know potentially happy to destroy the environment of Australia and the environment in general, all for a deal that isn't permanent yet. So I guess the idea of having nuclear reactors being in South Australia isn't a very really good idea to sit by. No, I mean, for a really personal example, um, you know, my I was away with my family when this news came out and me and my auntie woke up and we found out the news and my auntie, who's like in her 60s, was like, I will protest, I will march the streets and they're not putting nuclear in our community when, you know, she has nephews and nieces and children and, um, you know, her children are making and building lives in that area, you know, this is within like 3K of what, I, what this area that I'm talking about. So, you know, it's, it, um, yeah, it hasn't been well res- received. And it's confusing as well, you know, and not everyone's going to really understand. I'm not saying that they're going to be building nuclear in South Australia. I don't actually think that's happening at all. But when we, when a community hears news like this, all we can do is panic and um, have to question everything, which, um, yeah, I saw firsthand with my family. Mm, okay. Um, moving on to our second topic of the day. Now, Christian Porter, who, well, you covered for an extensive period, has finally lost his job in the federal cabinet. So Christian Porter has resigned from his cabinet post as Minister for Industry, Science and Technology. Um, they had a media press conference, uh, the, the Prime Minister did, um, about Christian Porter resigning. Um Scott Morrison said that Christian Porter resigned because he was unable to share further information regarding who paid his legal bill in a defamation trial against the ABC. This defamation trial was um, from earlier this year when uh, we saw uh, Christian Porter, um, there was alleged uh, sexual assault and rape allegations uh, to his name and the ABC reported on this. and I think ABC must have been one of the first people to have reported on this. Anyway, Christian Porter then decided to sue the ABC. So now we've had this massive donation, anonymous donation, um, according to Christian Porter, come to him uh, to pay all these legal fees for this defamation case. And obviously um, politicians can't just get big, massive, anonymous donations to them and expect everything to be fine and dandy like where has this money come from what's going on christian porter says that he will not be giving up the name um he said something along the lines of he didn't want mob mentality to uh destroy this person meaning he didn't want to reveal who they were because um everyone was going to attack them for it um however uh although christian porter has allegedly um, has had rape allegations made against him. He has accepted um, lots of money um, anonymously and won't tell anyone where he got it from. He's actually not necessarily retired. He's just gone to the backbench. Right. But I guess he isn't still uh, required to disclose where he got that money from, even though he's at the backbench. Yeah, I don't think he is required to um, 
he's 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 maintaining that he's done nothing wrong he's maintaining he's done nothing wrong he's maintaining that he does not have to um tell anyone where this money has come from Okay. Um, moving to our final topic of the day, uh, let's head over to Victoria. Um, thoughts, all all of our thoughts are with Victoria right now after the earthquake yesterday. But before the earthquakes, there has been tradies protesting against mandatory vaccinations. Yeah. Um, obviously, the earthquake in Victoria must have been very terrifying. But I also saw some really lovely tweets um, from Melbournians saying that at least they had something else to talk about. So that was, you know, nice and shows the resilience and sense of humour from our friends in Victoria. So uh, good on them. They're amazing. Moving on to Nam Melbourne, we've seen more than 200 arrests made on a third day. This third day was yesterday of Melbourne protests, anti-lockdown protests. So what started on Monday as tradies were um, protesting their own union because they announced that they would have to have mandatory vaccinations to return to work, essentially, or to be able to work in the future. Um, and then on Monday, we saw uh, these uh, tradies in the thousands uh, rock up to the streets of Nam Melbourne and um, you know just it was it's some pretty terrifying scenes I'm sure a lot of people have seen a lot of footage from these protests also some really um, odd um, white supremacist uh, what's the word paraphernalia and ideals being thrown around you know big Trump supporting flags some really ter terrifying Nazi salutes, these sort of images that haunt you always, but they've been coming out of these protests as well. But what started on Monday is that has now fled into two to three days of protests um, along the streets of Nam. Uh, Anti-lockdown protests and it's terrifying. There's been, yeah, as I mentioned, 200 arrests. It's our biggest anti-lockdown protest we've seen. Has things like that happened in SA before um, throughout the pandemic? I don't think South Australia has ever seen anti-lockdown protests because we haven't been in lockdown as much. And I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not justifying anti-lockdown protests there. Uh, so, yeah, we've, we've had like a little one. Um, it wasn't violent. It really hardly made the news. More people just rolled their eyes at it. Uh, they're called freedom rallies. But, um, yes, here in South Australia, we haven't been in lockdown as long, so there hasn't been as much anger towards the government and towards lockdowns. That was Neighbourhood Watch. Ripper. <laughs>